I'm Julie. I'm Kalea. And you're listening to the latest episode of Girls With Fun. Thanks for joining us. Every week we get together and chat about something on our mind about BTS. Sometimes we're silly and sometimes we're serious, but we're always creating a podcast by ARMY for ARMY. If you haven't yet, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. And without further ado, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Girls with Fun. How are you doing? Hello. I'm doing great. I'm so excited for today's topic. Um, it's unreal. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm doing well. Yeah, let's get this show on the road. <laughs> let's get to our main topic. Yes, main topic. Um, Bang Bang Con 2021 happened last weekend. And we actually participated somewhat. <laughs> so we're going to talk about our experience today. One thing I'd like to point out was that when Bong Bong Con um, happened, that was actually like the first night I was spending in like my own place. So I was just amazed Aww. that somehow um, I made like one of my very first moments also involve BGS. Like... <laughs> Oh, that sounds really auspicious. You're going to have a really good experience at your new place. It's cute, but I'm just like, my entire life is BTS. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was pretty exhausted. So I knew I was not going to last very long. I tried. Um, I watched it on my couch, went to sleep on my couch, woke up on my couch. It was still going. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was insane. Anyway, yeah, so they started off with, was it BTS Memories of 2015? Yes, um, and it, the concert was BTS Begins. It was, yeah. I guess, part of the Red Bullet tour. Yep, so... um, Yeah, this is saying BTS Live Trilogy Episode 1, which, that's BTS Begins, but, like, why is it two different names? Whatever. Yeah, the name was super long. So this is like pretty much the one that I watched. Um, I already knew I wasn't going to watch Muster because I own it. So I was like, I don't really need to stay up and watch yeah. it again. And then there was the BTS World Tour Speak Yourself after that. Um, I did want to watch this one, but I could not hang. And <laughs> I basically caught like the end of it. Um, Same. I, I got to see them do like their ending mint and then like Microcosmos. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. I um woke up like I, I guess I fell asleep. Um I think it was maybe like just before war of hormone hormone that <laughs> just before war of hormone, um, I fell asleep, which I was really sad about because I really, really wanted to see Attack on Bong because that is like my the song uh, i really want to see that so i'm so mad oh but anyway yeah i fell asleep and then i woke up at some point in the middle of the night and i was like 
cursing like what is all that noise <laughs> what's going on and i was like oh yeah i was doing something i was i was watching bts <laughs> yeah and i saw them at the muster i was like you know what yeah i can't i'm going back to sleep <laughs> i turned it off <laughs> yeah i made it until about 5 a.m so i made it through all of memories of 2015 i watched like the first couple of songs but i was like delirious you know like i barely remember it i watched the first couple of songs of the muster and then i fell asleep so i slept from about five to eight and then i had a personal appointment at nine uh and it ended pretty quickly um so at like 9 15 ish 9 30 I was back on, so I saw Make It Right, the ending months, and then the closing of the Sao Paulo concert. And at the risk of sounding like more bougie than I already do at certain times, I have the muster and I have the Sao Paulo concert DVD. Mm. So I wasn't overly... I wanted to see those ones and I wanted to reminisce because I love the group aspect of Bang Bang Khan. Like, I love blowing up my Twitter, blowing up all my friends' Twitters, you know, like, texting each other, watching it together. It's such a feeling of, like, community or like a group gathering in a time when we don't really have that but I wasn't as set on watching it as I was for memories of 2015 and I have to say I like need to purchase memories of 2015 I hope they re-release it like they did school love affair um, special edition because I was looking on eBay and it's like the cheapest one I saw was like $300 and not even sealed and I'm like my heart says yes, but my brain and my wallet say no, especially knowing that, like, comeback is on the horizon. Like, absolutely not. Yeah, I think Big Hit is, like, missing out um, by not re-releasing these things. I feel like um, re-releasing the School Love Affair, like, special edition should have been um, a big enough sign that we will buy older content um by the masses so (laughs) just go ahead and like re-release it it doesn't have to be like the albums like please give us the content that you know a lot of people weren't there for or they weren't able to access it because I mean it was really hard to get products um from Korea years ago right it was nowhere near as easy Um, absolutely so please re-release it. Also, I was broke back then, so <laughs> now I have some more money. Please. <laughs> also, there's like a learning curve of being part of a K-pop fandom. Yeah. Like I've talked about this a million and one times before, but like I had been into K-pop from like 2008, 2009, and then around like 2011, it kind of like simmered back off, and then obviously fell into the rabbit hole hard with BTS uh, in 2016. You all already know my origin story. Won't go into that, but. Um, You know, just because I was here in 2016, like, maybe I could have bought Memories of 2015, but I had no idea as a baby ARMY. I'm like, what is a muster? Like, I remember seeing ARMY zip and being like, no, I'm not buying that. I don't know what that is. Or, like, (laughs) summer package. And now I'm like, you are so dumb. (laughs) Like, why didn't you do that? But I just had no idea. I was like, I want music. I don't know what this is. So, I mean... Yeah, people's situation can change. People don't know. Shipping was hard. There's any number of reasons. But, like, if they really want to make a killing, like, I do not need any more sweatshirts. I promise you. Like, please <laughs> re-release the DVDs and stuff. Yeah, like, give me something that I know can last, right? Like, there's only so many times I 
possibly could wear like an article of clothing either I'm gonna like grow out of it it's gonna become like dingy after like washing it so many times like right you know there's only so much you can do whereas with something physical like a cd or a dvd like that could last a long time unless they phase out dvd players um but like I still have my vcr player and it works so yeah exactly (laughs) my parents still have a record player plus they're like coming back around my brother just got a record player so like who's to say exactly so like give me something that can last (laughs) give me something that I can like see and like watch later or something that I can like show to my kids show to my grandkids like look at what I used to spend all my time doing in my 20s look at what I love you know just so you can like reminisce with their content that stuff's gonna be like probably lost somewhere in like the ether social media ether or whatever the digital ether come on yeah no I think about that a lot honestly like Part of me feels like, well, everything is preserved for posterity on the internet. Like, if I really wanted to, I could probably go and find memories of 2015 on the internet somewhere, right? But, like, after a while, things could get taken down. They get harder to find. Like, I mean, maybe because there's no precedent. Like, I don't know what the future holds. And so, like, a random file just, like, floating around the web versus, like, a DVD that I own Mm -hmm. and I control, you know? Yeah. But... Anyway, let's talk mostly. I mean, I did see a bit of each of them, so I was happy, and I guess you did too, (laughs) even though you were, like, a little delirious as well. But uh, let's talk mostly, I guess, memories of 2015. Mm -hmm. What are your feels? (laughs) I'll just start off with the, like, little VCRs (laughs) cracking up. Um, First, I did not know that... Okay, so I knew they they started the, um, I'm blanking on what it's called. Oh, like the notes, basically. Um, you know, like the books they're doing or whatever. Mm-hmm. The doing. Like Bongtan Universe or whatever? Yes, the universe. That's exactly what I was trying to think of. I was like, anyway, <laughs> the BU universe has been around for like way longer than I guess I initially thought it was. I mean, I knew they were doing this from, like, run and whatever, like, I need you. Like, they've been doing it for a while, right? But I didn't realize mm-hmm. that, like, for, like, the concert, the opening of this um, concert was basically the book. <laughs> um, so that was interesting to see. Um, what was cracking me up was just, like, Jen being the ops like that was just so yes funny. oh my goodness well I was starting to laugh because you were we were literally texting each other and you were like they're running from the feds but they are the feds and then I texted you like how does no one notice Jen's ear wire like it's not subtle like bro why are you wearing this wire like big old wire in here it was like <laughs> I mean not like you could see it, it. <laughs> like come on why are they at school and then Namjoon's, like, breaking that chain with the chair, which I was like, uh, I don't know if you can actually do that. Um, <laughs> pops it open, and it's bulletproof vest? I'm like, I get it, because, like, yes, they are bulletproof, but it was like, y'all are at school. Like, why are y'all going to war? <laughs> why are you suddenly now the feds? Like, what's going on right now? <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, I, like, watched the intros, and, like, 
I just like can't think about it too hard because then it's like you're running from the feds, but you are the feds and you broke this, you know, broke out of a chain with this chair. Again, like if you think about it too hard, none of it makes any sense at all. Like not to be mean, but I'm like, if I think about this too hard, it just falls apart. Oh, it was great. Oh, it was good. I was like, I shouldn't be laughing as as it is as I am, but oh. Dang, that was funny. I'm crying right now. Was it the first song or I think it was, but I don't know when they traded their bulletproof vest for backpacks, but one of my mutuals on Twitter was like backpack dance break, you know, so like they were back in school again and then like, but um, yeah, it was such, it was crazy. Like even back then they were going so hard. Yes. They like kick down the door starting with jump um i love that i think we all do like immediately it's just like be new that's like all i could think about <laughs> but anyway um yeah they started off with jump they're doing like all these throwbacks like i was telling julia that like 2014 me was living like <laughs> Like, like, this is my era. I was like, I'm thriving. Like, 2014, 2015 me is, like, screaming right now. But also, at the same time, 2021 me is, like, trying not to fall asleep on the couch because <laughs> I'm exhausted. Um, So, I was in love with that. Um, That little, like, dance break that Hobie and Jimin had. I was like, what? Like, what? Okay, the Jimin dance break. This is a PG-13 rated podcast. Like, I'm tired of having to edit every comment I make. But, like, I have seen that as a gift so many times. So many times. And I was like... It was also the middle of the night, and so I'm sleep-deprived. And I was just like, I cannot. Like, I love Jimin. He is one of my biases. Everyone knows, like... He was my first bias. I can't look away from him in general when he's dancing. But, like, I am absolutely... I don't even have a word. I'm absolutely feral for, like, 2015 (laughs) and 2016 Jimin. Well, I'm going to go backwards a little bit. I was living for them performing the... What is it? Outro, Love in School, and then the intro, School Mm -hmm. Love Affair. Yeah. Man, listen, y'all don't understand how much I love that outro. Like, I would put that outro on repeat and play it until I'm sick of it. It's only, like, it's probably, like, not even two minutes long. I'm obsessed (laughs) with that outro. I wish it was a longer song. And then they do a concert and they put it together so it's almost like a complete song. Oh, I was so, like... (sighs) It flows together so well, yeah. It's so good and then to go into that like immediately into like where are you from y'all i love where are you from you want to talk about like underrated bobs oh my god and then i get to hear like yungi and hobie saw twitter like ugh, <laughs> I, I eat that song up like, i love it <sighs> i have yeah. to take a sip of water for many reasons <laughs> i was a little disappointed that namjoon wasn't in the song, but also at the same time we got to see, like, Yoongi, um, singing. So, I was like, alright. I'll accept this, but, yeah, I, I love that song. Yeah, I don't know, like, what I was thinking, because when, and I've talked about this on previous podcasts, but, like, 
when Trivia Seesaw came out, I was like, Yoongi can sing, but like he's done it before. So what was I thinking? But something about that song just but I was like, like angry I when it came it, out. Like before in like a full song like that, right? So I understand your Yeah. Anyway. Your stock. Um also it was a full moving on to We Are Bulletproof parts one and two. It was a whole throwback to like rich housewife Yoongi. <laughs> that bandana. <laughs> living and i think he had a gauge in his one ear i was yes. like i'm dying <laughs> like i'm not okay i live for that era i know people are like oh my god he looks like like an auntie or whatever i'm like no listen <laughs> that was fine as hell i don't care what y'all have to say oh <laughs> uh, gosh like no more dream and you know era yugi's like I mean, okay, every Yoongi era is, like, chef's kiss. But, like, in particular, like, <laughs> chef's kiss. Um, I'm, like, scrolling through my tweets from that night, some of which I, like, barely even remember tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, so after um, I wrote, I need someone here to scream with me for real. This was during We Are Bulletproof Part 1 and 2 and or No More Dream. It was, like, I simped for 2015 BTS so hard it's nuts. <laughs> and then I wrote before the fake love abs there were the no more dream abs <laughs> what's wrong with me <laughs> they walked so fake love Korean. <laughs> literally <laughs> or they ran and fake love abs well, like, I, exactly. <laughs> it's more like <laughs> they ran so that fake love could fly <laughs> I want to see them do a medley of, like, all three weird bulletproofs, um, so that we can just, like, turn up for, like, <laughs> eight minutes straight and then cry for, like, the last I was gonna one. say, uh, ma'am, <laughs> the last one. I guess I saw this tweet that was, like, imagine joining the fandom later and knowing, like, we are bulletproof the eternal and then finding out there's two prior parts. <laughs> and it's just gunshots. Exactly. It's not the same at all. <laughs> Um, yeah, skipping here. They did I like it. Um, one well, I should say part one and part two. Um, okay, them doing like part two in Korean was throwing me all the way off. Like <laughs> Yeah. I think it's been said on here before many times that like Like It Part Two is like one of my favorite songs from them, but like specifically in the Japanese version because that's like the original version. Like hearing in Korean for some reason was throwing me all the way off. I was like, I can't sing along to this, so like I'm not like <laughs> I'm not into it. Which is weird. Not that I'm not into it, like it was bad or anything, but it was like I can't like fully get into this like I usually do when I hear this song. Which is weird. Like why does hearing a song in a certain language or like the initial language you heard it in, I don't know like throw you off like that i don't know we were definitely talking about this recently and i can't remember if it made our final cut of our episode or not but i think it did but like it's not even like only liking korean songs or japanese songs or whatever right yeah it's just like you hear it in whatever language the song is originally released in and then you listen to that like ten thousand times 
Right. And so that's what you hear in your head. And then when it changes, it's just like a little what? bit jarring. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what's going on here? Um, also, we can't skip tomorrow. I don't have a lot to say about it, except that, like, I was blasting it. Like, thank goodness for Roku private listening mode, because there are other people in my house. But I know you said we were jumping ahead, but I was like, I have to shout out tomorrow. I love that track. But anyway. Um, also, we got a Converse high performance. I'm not going to let you skip past this. Oh, I mean, no, we definitely have to talk about it. <laughs> we have to. I just... I, I don't... No, you can go. Oh, I was just going to say, like, <laughs> I just like how. Okay, so first of all, uh, Namjoon cursed, like, a lot. <laughs> I was and like, I was like oh. I guess the album version or the Spotify version is the clean edit of this track, which it's still like a foot fetish track, so clean version I is subjective. The original version, he does not curse that much. Like, I clutched my pearls. I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me, sir? What I mean, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't, like, upset. But I was like, this was not on the final cut. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was just, like, really strong. Like, it's not that strong in, like, other versions of the song. Like, he was, like, cursing. Was I'm, like, 95% sure he does not curse like that on the, at least not in English, on the original track. I have to look now. Like, there's no way. I saw other people being confused, and I was like, okay, like, I'm not the only one. Yeah, I think he says F, F your Chanel, F your, yeah, he doesn't say it. He doesn't actually say it, but in this concert, he was like, no, say it with your chest. <laughs> your Chanel. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we get it. I um, just, like, I can't believe... I love Converse High, okay? Even before, like, I really got it, let's say. Like, I really liked the song itself. Um, But, like, I don't know how they perform it with a straight face. Like, I really don't. And I saw this tweet that was, like, imagine you singing about, like, hating shoes because they're hard to take off before you, like, do whatever, let's say, trying to keep that rating. And your parents are in the audience. Like, their parents were there that night. <laughs> Just, yeah, I'm still amazed that somehow he convinced them to write an entire song about his foot fetish. <laughs> How strongly does he have to feel about that? That he's willing to jump through the company hoops, right? Like, or again, like we've talked about this in other instances, but like no one at any point in the process was like question about this <laughs> track specifically. I am adding this to the list of things that I want to ask BTS if they let me. Um, I'm pretty sure when you send questions for, like, interviews, they screen them and, like, tell you no. But I'm being bold and I would put this on the list. Like, so tell me about Converse High. Um, the backstory, please. <laughs> exactly. How did the song come about? Um, do you still have said foot fetish? <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> to be fair, I was... Don't ask me why I was thinking about this. But I think uh, whenever it was, I think we were talking about you quiz on the block, right? Um, and I got confused about, like, which show was which. And, like, we figured out that we were talking about two different shows. But, like, they have talked about <laughs> certain activities on their work computer, which, like, first of all, we need to talk about, like, work computers, right? But, like, 
I feel like they could talk about this. They've talked about other things that are like, I'm like, you're really saying this on a broadcast? Like, <laughs> if you all catch my drift. <laughs> my insinuation. Uh, yeah. They have had, like, no filter plenty of times before in the past. Um, it's just the boldness of it for me. Also because it's a brand, so on, like, music shows, they couldn't, like, say Converse High. They had to say, like, something else, I think. Um. Yeah, they like. I didn't even realize that. I, I think so. On like certain music shows, they had to like switch it up and sing something else because it's like a brand, right? Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying because usually they'll like blur it if it's not a blatant sponsorship or like yeah, change the lyrics. I guess I didn't realize since it kind of predated me how much I guess that they had performed it. So I'm gonna have to go back through YouTube and like maybe you know take a gander at some of these old performances. Yeah, it wasn't like a main song, but they did perform it a few times, so, yeah. Go check it out. And also the, like, animation during the song was just nuts. It was just, like, shoes dancing by, and I'm like, no, no, we definitely get it from the name of the song and the lyrics. Like, yeah, you don't have to, like, show me on the backdrop as well. I'm definitely smelling what you're stepping in. Like, Oh, that's great. But, yeah. Great song, you know, great song, honestly. <laughs> I like I love the song. I just have a lot of questions about the song. Yeah. Let me see. What's next? I lost my list. 24/7 Heaven. Yeah. 24/7 Heaven. Okay, this is when I started like I'm like, you know, not fully comprehending things now. Um. <laughs> I, I just like love that song I don't have anything to say about that performance specifically but yeah. I was so happy it's just like this whole concert was like songs that I love that defined my early listening experience right I was a little bit later but obviously the discography was so much smaller at that time yeah yeah 24-7 is great um, second grade as well like they snapped on that song. Um, it is the gunshot song. Like <laughs> Yoongi did the cutest little bow during that performance as well. He said like hello and then like bowed in like the middle of the song. I don't know if it was part of the choreography. And I'm like, there's like a massive disconnect here because like I've just sat through this like entire really like I don't know, bad <laughs> intense show and like you're being really cute in the middle, you know. <laughs> Again, with the duality, like, everyone talks about it all the time, but it really does throw me off. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they do the cypher, well, not the ciphers, but cypher part one and part two. We need to talk about the ciphers. I will not let us go past this moment. At the beginning, I think it was the beginning of the cypher performance, Yoongi lets out this, like, growl that is, like, I've literally dropped my army bomb. Like, that's not a figure of speech. I was like, what? (laughs) Like, what just happened? I swear he was, like, possessed by a demon. I don't know what occurred. And again, it was like, I don't know how to explain it. It was just, like, 2015 Bangtan is too much for me. (laughs) It's too much for me now, but I was like, I'm going to have a heart attack watching this. Like. Yeah. Um how do I say this? 
It's just something about, like, like, the hunger and, like, the passion they had then, right? Because then it was just, like, like, what, what do you have to lose, <laughs> right? Like, they had to go all in, like, like you were saying, and I've seen yeah. many people say before, like, they were dancing and singing like the rent was due, because it was. It was, <laughs> I know, in our tweet, or in our text conversation, I was like, the rent was due. Yeah, it like, was. It was do or die. It was, and they are, like, holding up this entire company, right? Like, they are, like, the backbone of this entire company. I mean, yes, there's other artists, but, like, they're, like, their main boy group right now, right? So, like, everything was, like, riding on them. Like, there's just so much. Um, Well, and this performance was pre-I Need You, right? And that was their, like, big transitional breakthrough, let's say. Exactly. So they were still, like, (laughs) broke-broke. Yep. And it's like, yeah, so they were, you know, popping internationally, but not so much in Korea. So I just feel like they were just, I don't know. They are definitely still passionate now. It's not to say that they're not, but it's like it's different in a way. Yeah, but I mean, I think that makes sense too, right? Like when you're the young rookie underdog, you feel like you have a chip on your shoulder and you have something to prove, right? And then, like, once you're there and you've done what you need to do, you can, like, relax a little bit. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, I'm glad. Because even, like, seeing how much they were sweating. Oh, my God. This could be a whole other conversation, which, again, I'm not really, uh, you know, this is a somewhat family-friendly podcast. But um, just seeing how hard, like, in all seriousness, no joke, like, seeing how hard they were working and how much they were giving um you could easily burn out you could easily hurt yourself it was almost like I don't know how to explain it but like you could feel how tangibly I don't want to say desperation but like how hard they were working and that's not sustainable and I still think they work so hard right before anyone comes for me um but it was just a different time and a different bonk ton and a different big hit entertainment. Right. And this was like um, only two years in. And they were like doing that well. It's only two years in, right? Like that much like passion and that much like precision. And it's crazy too because you had told me in the past, um, and like I knew it. I knew it intellectually, but watching memories of twenty fifteen really like helped it hit home again like kind of how much bts's sound has changed as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. another thing i wanted to mention is that audience in retrospect looked crazy small i was thinking like what would it have been like to have been at that concert like i may have perished um (laughs) but just like i so much has changed so much um it was just crazy to see like where they had come from um I was like fully prepared for the rap line to act out like I thought that I was but I really wasn't during the (laughs) cyphers like I mean you would think like the cyphers were toward the end of the show I had all of like the 2015 um 
or memories of 2015 performance to like get ready for it and the cyphers came on and i literally i'm like looking at my timeline i was like i was not ready for the rap line to act out even though i knew it was coming and i used the gif of parks and rec where she like falls into that open pit i think it's like the very first episode of parks and rec but like just i don't know i feel like the rap (laughs) the rap line was on some different stuff back then (laughs) i I can't explain it (laughs) yeah I was thinking the other day when I was riding the car, like, I miss, like, like, <laughs> just kind of, like, reckless BTS. Like, they would just say whatever. It just didn't matter. Um, I feel like now they have to be a little bit more PC when they're rapping. They have to be a little bit more general, generic. Can't really, like, call anybody out. But before, it was just kind of like, you know what? <laughs> like. I'm gonna rap about you and you're gonna know it. I'm going to be on your ass on this track. <laughs> like, a little bit disrespectful, like not disrespectful enough to like get him in trouble, but just a little bit, you know, like the good spirit of like hip hop. I don't really know how to explain it, but there's just something about there's an element of hip hop that comes with like like this or, you know, like just kind of proving that you were like better than like other people and I just feel like that's the BTS we're on like like you said they had something to prove so they were just kind of like reckless on tracks I'm like dang I wish that I wish they would do that again now at like the success and the level that they're at now <laughs> just like flex on them a little bit more I mean, we see it like every now and again but yeah I, I want that energy again just a little bit <laughs> It's just, like, I mean, I don't know, too. Like, I think part of it is just the normal process of growing up as well. Like, you know, when you're, like, 15 and, like, mad at every single person (laughs) or, like, even, like, you know, 17 or 18. And then, like, as you said, like, 2015 you or 2014 you was living and, like, you know, 2021 you is, like, falling asleep on the couch. Like, that could be a metaphor, you know, (laughs) for just mellowing out a little bit but yeah that that energy is like I don't want to say a little too strong for me but like (laughs) someone was like I was ready to cry I was fully ready to cry but not fully ready to be growled at (laughs) (laughs) like that's the mood a little bit yeah um I think it was like later on in the show I I didn't have the song down um it must have been like miss right well I don't want to skip Danger, War of Hormone, Attack on Bongtan, or Boys with Fun, our, like, namesake song, right? Yeah, I was wondering, like, do people know why we're named Girls with Fun? Like, I hope people know by this point. (laughs) Okay, if you don't know by now, Girls with Fun is a riff on Boys with Fun. Now you know. We're both, like, you know, 2015 army origin stories more or less i know you were there a little earlier i was there like slightly later you know but like this is our common ground and overlap so if anyone's wondering there's no other reason yeah i hope it was obvious um i don't know if we said it before on the podcast but like yeah we're not just called this for like no reason (laughs) i will say this when we first came out i was a little nervous that like a lot of bots were gonna find us you know like you always used to get those weird messages on tumblr like have a great time with me and i was like this is not that kind of girls with fun just like fyi you know (laughs) like i i don't need the bots 
uh, coming coming for us. So yeah, the name is a BTS song reference. Hopefully you know, <laughs> but if you didn't, now you do. Um, but yeah, they had a going back to I guess I had like a one track brain. Uh, when it came to the memories of 2015, I was like, Namjoon looks like an F-boy in this fit, and I'm weirdly not hating it. And then I was like, Suga too. It's something about the hoodie snapback jacket combo. <laughs> so that was like Miss Right, which like, I'm already weak for that song. So I was like... Bars. Bars for days. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Miss Right is iconic. I'm sitting here blushing right now. Like, my cheeks are literally warm and pink. Like, remembering back to the performance of the song that I didn't even see live. Like, I'm looking at the lyrics, and here he goes again. Just in jeans, a white tee, and Converse high tops. Nam, dude, I want to know. <laughs> the audience wants to know. We do quickly, quickly have to talk about Born Singer. So... Oh, yeah, I missed that. So I'll let you We've talked about it before, and my timeline was, like, crying. I hope that everyone knows it was originally Born Sinner by J. Cole, but I still love that track. And them just, like, standing in a circle spinning and, like, singing and rapping while, like, staring at each other. I was like, I have goosebumps. I know. Crazy. Just just you talking about it, like, (laughs) I have goosebumps. Yeah. Woo! What a song. I mean, I didn't watch it because I was asleep, but... I do know what you're talking about, so, yeah. Wow, what a song. Yeah, I stayed awake for Dual Set, or 2-3, for The Muster, and then Home. I always have to see Home perform live. Oh, one thing I have to say, in between the sets or the concerts, they did quick, like, intermission breaks, so, like, I guess Army could go to the bathroom or, like, get up and get water, you know, like, hydrate and stretch. Mm -hmm. Um but I had gone upstairs to change into PJs because, like, I knew I was fading fast. And I came back down and, like, Dang was just coming on. And I was, like, spirit song. Like, I have been summoned. Like, I come back downstairs as Dang is coming on. And I never heard it before until I had, like, my really good headphones on. Or maybe I was just too busy being dazzled. Mm-hmm. But there is this one, I assume, girl, this one person screaming at the top of their lungs whenever Namjoon starts rapping like screaming and I was like same (laughs) same so anyway um but yeah so I I did start the Busan muster I was hoping to see Pied Piper because iconic and I was hoping that Dang would like wake me up and like summon me somehow in the actual (laughs) set list but unfortunately I was just out cold um so sad um and then I just have to say quickly, I love the energy of Brazil Army. Like, J-Hope always talks about it, and I think he specifically is, like, very loved in Brazil, and he loves Brazil a lot. But, like, I just love the passion of Brazil Army. Like, the energy for that concert was so good. And I only caught the tail end, um, Make It Right, Microcosmos, and their men's. Yeah. But, like, it's just so good. I saw- Kudos to Brazil I love- Army. Like, people were making jokes that, like, you know, Brazil Army, like, they don't know the fan chant, but they just sing, like, the entire song, right? And I'm like, one, that's awesome that they can sing along yeah. to the entire song in a completely different language. Um, So, it's like, I don't know why people hate on BTS so much. Like, that that impact is actually insane. Um, 
But two, I'm like, <laughs> I guess the concept of fan chance is newer to me than going to a concert and singing along to the entire song, right? Like, outside of K-pop, you're not doing fan chants, right? You're just singing along yeah. to the entire song. But yeah. there's some, like, etiquette in K-pop where you, like, can't sing along because you're, like, ruining it for the people around you. Like, the people around you want to hear the artist sing, not you. <laughs> so you can only do fan chants or something? Like, I don't know. I'm I definitely sang along, so I apologize to anyone near me. I guess I had bad etiquette. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, like, when you go to a concert, at least for me, I just want to, like, release. I want to do everything yeah. that I do in my car, everything that I do in my right. house when I'm listening to their music. I just want to sing along, like, sing my heart out. Even if it sounds bad, like, I'm pretty sure you can hear them over me, like. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> it's very loud. Yeah, sorry, I'm not gonna, I mean, I'll do the fan chants as well, but I'm gonna sing along to this song, like, sorry. Yeah. I will say one thing that does, this is like my own personal pet peeve, though I also do it, and I understand why people do it, mm-hmm. so it's more like a societal thing than like any one person, but I feel kind of annoyed when like we're in the moment at this concert and we all have our hands up with our phones and are like recording, because like imagine how much better the view would be um like if we're and like how much more fun let's say we would have if we were just like there in the moment but then on the flip side like it is a super fun you know once or twice or thrice in a lifetime experience like it's not an everyday occurrence and of course you know people drop stacks to get that concert ticket and of course you want to be able to remember it or see like I was this close to this member or whatever so yeah I've done it um I'm definitely like not immune and I'm not going to call anyone out for it ever um but I do like I just I wonder what it would be like to be in a world where like we didn't have phones you know what I mean yeah or just go back to the days where like phones did not have that capacity or capability to record this crystal clear yeah yeah I try to be more mindful um well I'm like recently but not really recent in the last few concerts I try to be more mindful of like let's live in the moment here because I feel like when I went to the first concert it was Mm -hmm. like a blur and I was recording a lot and so the second time around I just kind of I recorded a few but I just really wanted to like remember this and like live yeah in the moment I didn't want to like remember it through my phone that makes it and I will say like pre-pandemic I would have said like how many times do you really like go back and watch your shaky video when there's like a pro level <laughs> fan cam you know what I mean but maybe I just speak right. for myself with my own like shaky hands but um the thing is like during the pandemic that's kind of changed like I have gone back and looked at my videos even if they're poor quality just to remember that like I was a person who like you know like I had those experiences because I think even Hobie tweeted like after Bong Bong Con 21 he tweeted something along the lines of like how I miss those days right so now I'm like really glad I have those recordings and those photos it's like a way to remember that that was something that I did um and like (sighs) remembering happy moments and stuff but I agree with you it's like very easy to get like trapped in like 
I don't want to watch them through a screen when they're right there in front of me. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I watch them through a screen the other 364 days of the year. Right. So. Yeah. His phone storage is insane. I just want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forget, you know, we always make jokes about JTBC and, like, the Bonkton, like, archive room. But honestly, like, J-Hope's phone camera roll. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, does he just have like these on a, like a flash drive, like a hard drive or something? He pulls it out when he needs it, or it's his phone, just like, just stacked with all these memories like this. Imagine the energy when like Bangtan and Army are reunited, and like we have like, I don't know, however many. I won't specify a year but however many years worth of songs and new releases and a whole new set list and they've been practicing and looking forward to it and we've been cooped up inside like i can't speak to other places but i feel like the u.s and probably brazil based off of what we were just talking about like Mm -hmm. (laughs) those those concert stops are gonna are gonna be absolutely nuts just raw emotion like happiness but also sadness it's gonna be like tears (laughs) yeah it's gonna be insane no eyeliner or mascara for me because it will just be like running down my face forego your makeup that day there's no point yeah it's gonna be a sob fest we're gonna be like holding each other (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be ugly me just like slumped over the barricade (laughs) imagining that i'm hyped but i'm really just crying i missed you so much yeah I can't even imagine any member of BTS B- BTS seeing my crying face. Like, even it does not compute, clearly. Exactly. I'm not, like, a cute crier, so. <laughs> Yikes. Anyway, we are way over our time limit. I'm like, what are we going to do with this? I don't know. We'll have to make some cuts. No, we're we'll cutting it up. a lot. We are cutting a lot. <laughs> we have to. Well, we'll end it here. Yeah, who knows what we'll talk about next week. Um, There's always something that pops up, so. (laughs) We will be back next week with more news and more from Girls With Fun. We'll see you then. See you next time. And now you know our name. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Girls With Fun. We're so grateful that you chose to hang out with us. Once again, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. If you have an idea for an episode or you want to share your thoughts on any of the topics we've discussed, slide into our DMs or email us at girlswithfunpod at gmail.com. Thanks again for joining us and see you next time.